to the Imperfectly Perfect Couple Podcast. I'm your girl, Candy. I'm Tank. And how was your week? Mm. It was straight coming off of Thanksgiving. Yours? You still full? Uh, I don't think I overdid it. What about you? Um, Some days I did overdo it. Nah, because you know, like I said in the last episode, uh, I had to work. And I don't like going to work full. I don't like all that. I, I I can't do it. You know what I mean? Well, I was at home. My week was kind of chill because I didn't have to go to work on Thanksgiving or Black Friday. So I got to eat and I got to get caught up on rest. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, so. And I got to give her kudos, too. She made an apple pie for the first time. Oh, my God. Like, look, I'm not a sweet potato pie person. I'm not a, a, a pumpkin pie person. I'm not a, 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 a blueberry pie, if that exists. Give me apple pie. That's it. A good apple pie. If Look, if you can give me a good apple pie, we win it. And you did it. Thank you. I it tried. No, no, no. You did it, for real. I always say I tried because I know it's probably somebody that can do it a little better than me, but no, it was a good pie. No, that that was that yeah, was my, great. My parents was mad over that pie. Hey, hey look, I'm the punk. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna put this you on punkin'? the record. I'm gonna put this on the record. When I came around, no, they was eating sweet potato pie. I introduced no and sparked up the whole conversation of no. apple pie. No. Yes, I did. No. I know it. Y'all ain't know nobody who was eating apple First pie like of all, me. Yes. Who? Who was eating apple pie like me? My dad was eating like apple fritters and apple pies, and he would listen. Apple fritter. We talking about apple listen, pie. Listen, listen. Intamins apple pies, the little ones that you get no. in the little package, you tear it off. No. Man, my daddy was notorious for bringing them home. Well, I say, kudos on that. You, you, you really. You showed out on that apple pie. That that was <laughs> that was the highlight. That was the highlight for me. For sure that was the highlight for me. The apple pie. Mm-hmm. Yep. I say that. Okay, so what have you checked out on social media? What or just media period. Oh. Or media. Uh I've seen Well, me, you know, I work midnight. So working midnights people think you don't work, you do work. Um, I screenshot a lot of different stuff. So me is normally memes. Um, and this particular meme that I wind up finding, I don't know what page, but this particular meme says, uh, stop being afraid of what could go wrong and start and start being excited of what could go right. What do you think about that? And I think it's some positivity that speaks for itself and that. Like, because I think people are, like, afraid to step out on faith mm-hmm. when it comes to certain things, just out of fear that things will be ruined. Why do you... Now, do you think people typically focus on... Well, why do you think people focus on the negative, on what can go wrong? Why, why do you think that that is so? I would have to say because they're conditioned to... I always feel like everything is going to be like a negative outcome with things. Mm. You know, like, for example, not to bring like culture into it, but some cultures are like, 
they're adapted to always feeling like things are gonna be wrong or be negative in their outcomes just because of like their history. Right. So when you have like a lot of things against you and you feel that because of like your culture, your upbringing, where you grew up, you know, what neighborhood you grew up in or just where you come from in general. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that has a lot to do with it. Okay. Okay. I just think people just be scared as hell. I'm going to just put it to you. I'm going to just, I ain't going to even get all political or all, you know, uh, book. Uh, what's the word I'm looking Wormish. for? Wormish. Yeah. Book Wormish. Good looking on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to even try it. I just think you just be scared as hell. You know, so in a way, yeah, it probably it got a lot to do with condition. You get comfortable. People get comfortable. Yeah, that's another You know one. what I'm saying? So what about you? What you what you got? Okay, so this is kind of like going into like our, our topic for the IPC experience in a sense. So <laughs> I found this has to do with Zodiacs. And for those that don't know, Tank is a Virgo. What up, though? <laughs> Nothing well, against no. all the other Virgos, but this was a meme that I found. It said, one of the hardest decisions in life is deciding if you're going to keep your mouth shut or go straight savage on the MF. Who, who for me? Virgo. No. That's the title. <laughs> I don't think I do that. I mean, uh, well, you know what? what? No, I'll say this. I'll say this. For me, the older I get. I, I call it that that little kid's syndrome. You know, like how little kids, they don't have that filter, and they just say what whatever they want to say, whatever comes to mind. Word vomit. So the older I get, I kind of lose that. And especially, like, if it's something that's, like, supposed to be common sense that we're supposed to know. Mm -hmm. Um I, I think I got a way of speaking out on it. And it's, I find that, like, the older that I get, the more diarrhea at the mouth that I that I get as far as letting people know you know what I'm saying right. to where but I'm not I ain't just like no loose cannon you know what I'm saying to the point to where it, I'm just going off no nah, it's I took it to where is you gonna say what you need to say is what I took Most it at. definitely and in the sense sometimes you don't necessarily think up front if it's gonna hurt somebody's feelings no nah, it's the truth even though it's the truth, you know how some people, like you said, have the filter to where they, let me think about it before I actually say it. Or let me say it to myself in my head first to see how it's going to sound and then let me say it to the person. I, well, I'm just speaking for me. <laughs> it's like if I get to that point to where I got to let you know something, it's going to be, it's just like, hey. I'm just going to let it go. That's one of the reasons why I don't believe in holding on to little small things. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like those little small things, you hold on to them little small issues that, that may be bothering you. And then, you know, something may happen. You know, you may be having like a terrible day. And then, you know, you come in and then them little small things that you can let go this terrible day. Then add it on to it, and it's like now nah, you just about to let it rip. So that's why, to me, it's like I tend to speak out on those little small things. So therefore, when I speak, or if it get to that point, 
I don't think that is, it, it ain't a point to where that I'm really holding nothing because it's like, I didn't already said it, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. Oh, okay. So, um, you ready? Cause you know, they want to know. Oh yeah. I'm ready. So you're going to kick it ladies off. Ladies first though. Okay. So how we first met. Uh oh. Mm, mm, mm. And he tells a story different. Than how I tell it. What you mean? All right, all right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because, okay, so basically, years and years ago, this was what two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom worked with this lady she had been working with for years, and I already had a job, and I wanted to get some extra money. It was like around. Thanksgiving, Christmas season, and you know how the malls typically hire for like holiday help and all of that. So I ended up, my mom's friend ended up telling my mom that her daughter was a manager at one of the stores that was inside of one of the malls that's in our, um, in our old city where we used to reside. And so, um... It was Eastland Mall. Oh my goodness! I don't know if you want to give disclosures like that. It was Eastland Mall. That <laughs> that ain't nothing. Okay. It was well, Eastland Mall. Eastland. I was working at a store at an oil store back when Eastland was the old Eastland, and then um. And I came in there walked- and I was like, "What up, though?" No. And I the manager. No. 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 They don't care about all of that. Your friend, mom, and a, they want to. Sum it up, type of. Keep it moving. Okay, so that's how I got the job. Okay, they don't care about all of that. Let's just keep it moving. Anywho, that's how I got the job, like I was saying before. I was cut off. But then I was working in the store, had been working in there for a few months or so, or like maybe a month or so, and he ended up coming in the store. Now, initially... He did catch my eye, but he wasn't looking my way because he was trying to, I guess, get his little oils and all of that stuff. Big oils. Smelled, his little oils and all of that stuff. So, <laughs> basically, it had been like a couple weeks or so that had went by, I believe. And this particular oil that he would always get was Eddie Bauer. And we were like doing... Uh, inventory or something or getting ready for Christmas and this was I think we were changing the store around something crazy but anywho he um ends up leaving his number with one of the other girls underneath well he wrote his number down and it was left underneath a coffee mug like behind the register and so like I walked past this coffee mug and seen this number underneath it like maybe two or three times and I finally asked one of the other girls, whose number is this? Like, what's going on? Like, well, whose is this? And she was like, oh, you know the guy that buys that Eddie Bauer oil? She was like, oh, yeah, he left that for you. That's that's your, that's your his number. So I'm like, oh, okay. So basically, I didn't call right away. I didn't call him right away because I just didn't believe in, you know, when a guy leaves you his number, you just call him. So I waited maybe about a few days or so. And I ended up calling him. And I think the thing that caught my attention about him was the fact that he was excited 
you know, to hear from me. And I think with all of the other guys that I had talked to prior to him, it was more of an excitement, like, oh, what's up? What's up? What's what's going on? So I think that that was kind of like, oh, okay, we may be on to something. All right. Now. Oh, geez. This is how I recall it. All right. Now dig this. Check this out. It was the holiday time. I knew the person that was working in the mall. That is very true. Um, And I was fly. You know what I'm saying? I, I, hey, I, I I had it going. I, I was doing my thing. I was doing my thug. That's what she really meant when she said I called her eye. Because think about it. She said that the number was left up under there for a couple of days. No, not a so, couple of days. What? I said I walked past it like two or three times that day when we were like resetting. And the they were super busy too. So if she walked past this number, you know. But this is what? How many times you had came into the store? About two or three times before no, I he. I think left. I only had seen you once though. Well, I I remember it was about two or three times. I think times. I only seen you once that time. But the initial time, the, the first time when I seen her, you know what I'm saying? Um, walking there. He liked I asked me. Chris. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who she was, she told me. And then, oh, yeah, you left this part out. So the manager at the st- <laughs> the manager at the store, right? The manager at the store wind up uh, calling her over. So when the manager called her over. This was your second time being in there. No, nah, that was the first time. That was the very first time. See, okay. that's how nervous she was. So the manager called her over and said, hey, well, come over here and pour this oil. He, well, help him out. And of course, like she said, it was the it was the Eddie Bauer oral or, or whatever. And when I tell you this girl was shaking, I mean, spilling. I, you spilled oil. I spilled it, but you, I wasn't she shaking. She spilled some oil because she felt the the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? I can't even say what I'm about to say, but you <laughs> you felt the 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 alpha male. In me, you know, because you you know I, you know how I was in there. I, I was in there. I was right. You know what I'm saying. But I wasn't in there for that. And then you know what I'm saying. I had all the little stuff. I mean, I was on the phone talking business and stuff. You peep game. She peep game. <laughs> That's what it was. But no, I'm afraid of. Oh my god. Anywho, <laughs> like I said, I noticed him, and I'm like, okay, this is a nice looking young guy. He looked put together. So yeah, so I did leave my number and all that stuff in there. And the thing that got me, I'm going to just pick up to the point because everything she said was true. She did leave a few little minor details out about her being nervous and all that. And true, she didn't call <laughs> right away. But um, during this time, too, I was going back and forth to the mall. Um, I was taking my cousin to the mall to get his hair cut, you know, trying to do the big cousin thing. And that, and this particular Sunday when I was taking him to the mall to get his hair cut, that's when I'm like, hey, I did leave my number at the mall for this girl. Whatever, she ain't calling me, whatever. So that same day, you know, maybe a few hours later, the phone rang, and this is where we pick up at. So you can pick up from there. And then, you know, that's so that's where they, that's really where the excitement come at because it was more so a thing to where it was like it shocked me to even, you know what I'm saying, for me to be thinking like, you know, dang, that girl ain't even called me. And then like a few hours later, I get a phone call. You know what I'm saying? Feeling big headed. No, it wasn't even that. It uh. was. It was just more. No, it was just more so a thing to where it was like, yeah, true indeed. A week or two or whatever had passed by, and I'm thinking about like, dang, I left my number up there, and then you know, an hour or two later, or however long it was, I get a phone call. 
So to me, it was more so like you brought me into existence. Yeah, and in so many words, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So, uh, so I pick it up from here. So now you know what I'm saying. So now we, you know, we talking and all this good stuff. We having fun, doing concerts. And I had told myself, you know, like the next young lady that I talk to, I'm gonna have fun. You know what I'm saying? Because and what I mean by having fun, like I'm gonna try to do everything I can, like that's that that comes to the city, as far as like concerts, plays, so on and so forth. And when I tell you, I mean, we did that and then some up under the sun. Like we had fun. You know, because people say that Detroit, I mean, true indeed, we don't have a lot of stuff, but the things that's here, people don't necessarily engage. And I can say like in that beginning stage of us knowing each other, um, I mean, I, I say we had fun. I mean, like we really enjoyed the city. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the time was right. Everything was smooth. We had no kids. Uh, he ain't had no dreads. No, I sure didn't. Oh my god, <laughs> I had no. Actually, I had we cut, were talking about that how your hair was. I didn't. I had just cut. I had cut my hair. Yeah, but I was like, it was fuller up top. It was low. Cause remember when I when we went to Chris Wedd, my I got the picture. When we went to Chris Wedd, my head was my 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 hair was low. I got the picture. It's a picture of when we went to Chris Wedding for my job. My hair was low. That was probably like two thousand what six or seven now. It don't matter. My hair still was low. It was it was full when I met him. It was a little thick up here. So, so from there, you know, everything was going pretty smooth. Um, and then it got to the point to where, or do you want to add anything in that? Yeah, I want to add that for the first date we went to the movies. Oh my goodness! And loud. Oh, we don't want to talk about loud. <laughs> First of all, I'm the more I'm the more reserved person. I mean, too. And he he's I'm calm. He's the outgoing type of person. The so what up though, he, east side. He brings he brings the out in my end, if that makes sense, because I'm more so introvert and he's like extrovert. So I'm a I'm a I'm a vert. So <laughs> basically, the first date we went to Beacon East when Beacon East was like still booming and all of that. First well, rewind a little bit. You invited me to go to the comedy show that was at the Fox. And I was like a little nervous because I hadn't been around him and I'm like, wow, he's gonna take me on my first date to like a comedy show. Like this is so like fetch. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, cause when guys would tell you they're gonna take you out it's typical movies you back know, then dinner. you back know what then I'm too you know what i'm saying you yeah. gotta look at because we were what 20 yeah i was i had just no i was 20 going on 21 yep so and i was what, you 20... were going on 22 i think yep 22 but i was good though and that was a withdrawal because he could drink and i couldn't drink <laughs> oh but nigga you would drink <laughs> Don't even try to say that shit. I mean, stuff. I, I, w- <laughs> I was not legal. Hmm. <laughs> so, basically, with that in a nutshell, like him invite me to the comedy show. I was like, well, let's go to the movies first. And so we get to the stand and I order what I wanted, which was like a small popcorn. And he gets offended. <laughs> Because why come you on not now. getting a lie? Because y'all know how that go. Y'all know how that go. If it's gonna be a second date, and nine times out of ten, if she would have been by herself, 
she it would have been a large disc, donuts, peanuts, pickles, everything. It would have mm-hmm. been a lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, don't front because of me. Eat, eat. I want to see you eat. And he had the lady at the concession stand just rolling like because she it was knows true. she want a large, but for real. I was not like an eater like that. No, it's not the fact that you were an eater. I was just making sure. I was just trying to let you know that, hey, don't hold back if you Oscar the Grouch or something. You know what I mean? Do your thing. Yeah, okay, ladies. Because on a first date, you don't want to be scarfing down like a whole bunch of like different things. That's just like, it's just, you don't want to expose all of that at once. You want to still have your etiquette. And I was like, now I feel like I can, you know, eat around you the way that I want to eat around you now. But that doesn't come off like as ladylike. And I wasn't that type of girl anyway to be scarfing down stuff like, oh, give me that large popcorn. Like, I get that. Because he didn't even really want to share it with me. Share what? The popcorn. I don't remember that. It was like, I was like, you going to eat something? I, what am I going to get a large for? And then you took a couple little kernels here, and you sitting back watching me. I probably ain't want to choke or something. <laughs> but he know. want me to get a large <laughs> so I can choke. Anywho, go ahead. So, uh, so like as you were saying, you know, we went on, well, we both were saying, you know, we went on dates, comedy shows, so on and so forth. Things were going pretty good. And I want to say, was it like, that next, like that, starting like that next spring, almost, yeah, almost like that next spring, and that's when I'm like, you know, damn, I could see myself with her, you know what I'm saying? Because it was more so a thing to where, you know, she was fun, she was smart, uh, just a lot. It was a lot of things that I liked, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, like I, you know, th- this is a good one right here. I better, you know. I better, you know, make her mine or whatever, you know. So, of course, I asked her, you know, would she be my girl? And i never forget because it was on my dog, my actual dog, <laughs> which is a Rockweiler, birthday, uh, which was April the 2nd. And of 06. Of 06. And that's when, you know, that's when we became a, a couple. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, not the dog's birthday. It was my dog's birthday. <laughs> R.P. Max. <laughs> All those people who knew where I stayed at, y'all know that big dog. So, uh, so yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it went from there, and, you know, we rocked out. I mean, you know, just rocked out, went from there. Mm-hmm. So, now we're around, you know, of course, you know, now it's like around the summertime. Because, you know, that, that was around April mm-hmm. when we officially became a couple. Mm-hmm. And... Now, you know, it's getting into the summer months, so on and so forth. And, you know, typically you have picnics and so on and so forth and just different things that you do with your family, barbecues and whatnot. And, you know, we started getting approvals, you know, from the key people, you know, her mom, her dad, her sister, my mom, my grandma, aunties and all that type of stuff. Everybody liked her. So it was like, okay, this is this what's up. And then my boys, you know what I'm saying? Uh the sequel, SBs, what up though? Uh <laughs> uh Yeah, so you know, it, it was more so a thing to where you know getting that approval. So it was like, all right. So yeah, so we started hanging even tougher. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. We had 
We just had a lot of like fun times with just just doing different things from summer jams to cabarets. Oh my god! Oh, the cabarets because he was in the plant at the time, so like all of his plant buddies was always giving like cabarets. So oh, we man. stayed at a cabaret. Lear GM, what up though? <laughs> oh my goodness! So yeah, it was it was very very fun. So now. I think we can go to, uh, we go to, so a situation occurred to where now I get the opportunity present itself to where I get my first taste of having my own house. And of course, you know, when you have your own house. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So it was a initially. Lot of, it was a lot of initialies. <laughs> so initially. I was not over there a lot. And that pissed me off. And it, and we had this whole conversation. Because I was there by myself with my dog. <laughs> with my dog. Listen, but I still lived at home at the time, too. And so my parents were strict, especially my dad. Like, when you kind of grow up in that structured nuclear family type deal, they have expectations. They and do. Your daddy don't want to see you with no guys. And I felt and I, I felt as if that was a challenge. So this is what I did. So what I did was <laughs> now first of all, they thought I was younger than than what I was <laughs> because at the time I had this expedition that was, you know, a big expedition at the time, had twenty twos and all that stuff on there. And I'm not the tallest individual, but I ain't the shortest person. And, you know, I mean, I take care of myself or whatnot. They thought I was younger than her, you know, so <laughs> I caught her pops uh, off guard because, you know, if y'all know anything about the art of war or 48 laws of power or 50 laws of power, you know, you set the stage. So me personally, I felt as if, you know what, I'm going to have that talk with him. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have that talk with him because I don't want him to catch me off guard. I'm going to have that talk with him. So I invited him out to Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever the case. I took him out. And we had a good time. You know what I'm saying? We had a good time. I kicked it with him. Let him know, you know what I'm saying, that, hey, you know, your daughter, I, I got her. You know what I'm saying? So on and so forth. So I think after I did that, it, it was it was pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? I It was never no trouble or nothing like that. We, we, we was good. Me and her pops, I mean, we still good. Um... And then, and then from there, like, you know, I would say like fast forward a little bit, like after becoming adjusted to, cause I was at his place, maybe like what, three to four days a week, a lot going, going back and forth to work. Cause she, you know what and, it really, what it really was. I had a real fireplace and you know doing them cold months, <laughs> doing them cold months. She really liked the fact that, you know, I was lighting that fire and cooking and so on and so forth. Yeah, you are cooking too. Yeah, right. I was, yeah. yeah, I was cooking. I, you know, but you know what? Me cooking was all you doing is just reading the directions. That's all you do: read the directions, look stuff up, and you go from there. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, my cousin was hooking me up with them orange carts. I was <laughs> man. That's how I was cooking all that stuff, man. What is wrong with you? Hey, we was cooking. We was cooking, cooking. I had the food, food. Yeah, you know what sure. I'm saying? So, so from there. So I was like living at two houses, basically. Yep. 
And then that was all fun and good. We did that for about a year and a half. And all them fires from the fireplace, a baby was in the oven. <laughs> yep. Then I got pregnant. Well, first, like, I was on contraceptives and I stopped taking them. She trapped me. I, no, I did not trap you.